0: Welcome back. Welcome to episode three. I am so incredibly thankful, excited that you're here right now because there are a hundred million things that I could think of that you could be doing instead of this. You could be swimming. You could be rock climbing. You could literally be jumping out of a plane and doing exciting somersault twirly things. But here you are. If you are actually doing those things and listening to this, you are amazing and awesome. And I need you to message me and tell me how exciting it is. But for everyone else who's just enjoying maybe their morning commute, you're at the gym, you're just hanging out. I am so thankful that you are taking this time with me and hopefully I can bring you some value. So today, I was really just kind of like freeform, like having some thoughts. And then I was thinking about the first episode I did. And I got one of the first comments that I got from someone about why I named the podcast um, was, why would we be on a journey to being worthy if we are already inherently worthy? And that was a really, really good question. It was a really good thought. And the way I've thought about the podcast doing this is we are all worthy. We all deserve the best of everything all the time. Any second of the day, we 100% deserve that. And we are worthy of all of those things. We don't always feel like that. I certainly don't. There are so many days where I do not feel like I am living up to any ounce of potential that has ever existed for any reason in my life. It's just not always there. Like, I wake up and I go through my day and I try to do my absolute very best. And at the end of the day, I'm looking at my life that is genuinely amazing. The things that I'm able to do, the people that I know now, is amazing. And I feel like on a day to day basis sometimes, that I'm not living up to it and I'm not worthy of this life that I have. I'm not worthy of the dreams that I'm pursuing. And so, like, journey to, to worthy is not journey to, like, maybe if you do enough things, you'll be worthy. Like, you already are and then everything that you do is an encompassing experience of your own worthiness um, in this life and the things that we're able to do. So I just think that it really embodies everything, you know, you have rock star weeks, you have a bad day. Sometimes you have bad weeks and amazing months and in the grand scheme of your life, you're just making it day by day, doing the very best that you can with the resources you have and that is kind of key in everything. So I just want to talk about that super quick, Um, you know, maybe one day the podcast name will change who knows I might hate it and change it tomorrow hopefully I don't because it took me forever to do that graphic shout out to like figuring out how to use word swag and like pixart like thank you thank you text boxes and filters um but really like what I wanted to kind of go over today is something that my current life is struggling with to some extent and how to work through it. And it's being really overwhelmed. And somebody that I really respect, admire, Ms. Lori Harder, when she, she talks about when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's because you're saying yes too much and you're doing it to yourself. So saying no Is the key to not feeling overwhelmed because we can control what we do on a day to day basis. Like, we're in control. Like, even though I'm working a full time job right now and I'm working like six days of this week, it's 100% in my control if I work that extra day or if I even show up at this job. Now, granted, there would be consequences. There would be like terrible consequences if I did not show up for this job, but it is a choice. I am choosing to go to that place at the times that I am. I am making that decision. I am saying, yes, the benefits of this thing that I am doing outweigh how much I don't necessarily want to do it all the time. So that's a choice. That when people are like, I just can't say no to things, I want to hang out with these people, these people, and these people, but I also like want to go to the gym, and I want to be super healthy, but I want to go out and drink all the time, and then I want to launch my own business, and then I want to have a successful relationship, on and on and on and on, all of those are choices. You are making those choices. If you say yes to all of that, yes, you are going to be overwhelmed, but you did that to yourself because you're not picking what actually matters. When you say no to things, you're saying yes to something more important. When you say no to going out and drinking, you can say yes to the gym. And you know, sometimes you're going to want to go out with your friends and you get drunk or have some drinks or do whatever you're going to do. And you're not going to want to go to the gym. You just can't always do both. Some people, there are some people out there who are straight up machines. I do not know how they do it other than they have help. They have help to do all the things that they do, but they are on the ball, like appointment, 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 like always running at full speed people, but they are few and far between. The rest of us, we're just trying to get through the day, y'all. We are just trying to get through the day and be as successful as we can. So look at your calendar. Like if you're at a point where you can pull your calendar out right now, please do it. If not, I want you to do this for later. Like pull out your calendar. And if you're not keeping a calendar, side note, how are you? that's why you're so overwhelmed. If you're not even keeping a calendar, no wonder you're overwhelmed. Step one, get a calendar, feel less overwhelmed using this simple step look at everything on your calendar and see if there's anything that you can move to the next week. Anything that is not of dire importance has to get done this week. Move it to the next week. If the world's not going to end, if you move it to next week, just move it to freaking next week. Just move it, move on. Don't even worry about it. Now, this is not to say, put something off week after week after week. It's this week, move it to next week, tackle it early on in the week so that you get it out of the way. So you're not feeling guilty about moving it to that next week, but you're still also getting it done. So look at that calendar. Anything, not end all, be all, move it to the next week. Now look at every single day and look at your time. Like mark out when you're going to be at your job or if you're running your own business, what your business hours that you keep are, if you have important meetings, First, get the things that make you money. Put those on your calendar because you can be the happiest person in the world, but if you can't pay your bills, at some point, things are going to fall apart. Just being realistic here. So book at your calendar and figure out every time that you're going to be able to make money. If it's consulting, if it's phone calls, if it's going to your job. Honestly, I even block out your commute. I block out my commute during the day. I don't drive so I take a bus. I'm on a bus for about an hour every day. I still log that into my work time, but I can do other things. But if you're in the car, you know, listening to my podcast. Hello, how's your car? I hope it's great. Um like block out those times that you're going to be focusing on doing work and money making activities. Things that teach you money, block that out first. Now, now, look at your week. Now, if you are someone who is really into fitness or you're trying to get into fitness or you like to go to the gym, which I believe every single person should be getting at least 30 minutes of physical exercise every single day, go for a walk, do something. And if you're not currently doing this, I'm going to have you schedule that in. Like, there's not enough, you know, umph I cannot yell in caplocks blocks enough essentially at you that being healthy and being physically active is going to do more for beating that feeling of overwhelm than anything else that I can tell you to do. Block out your money. Now block out your physical health. If it is a 10-minute walk in the morning and a 20-minute walk at night, you put that in there. If you can only get out for 10 minutes on your lunch break, you put that on there. You make this commitment to your physical health and your fitness. Like 30 minutes walking a day will do more for your life than practically anything else. Like Genuinely, I believe that in my core that if you can get 30 minutes of physical activity in every day, It will totally change just the way you think about your everyday, and it will help you if you're overwhelmed. So look at your calendar. Anything that's not life or death, go into next week. Next, all the things that make you money, put that in there. Money, money, money. I don't care if you have to write dollar signs on there. Do it. Next, it's going to be your physical health. Now, I want you to do this seven days a week. 100% I do. But if you can do it every other day to start That's going to be amazing. Now, next thing that is as important as your physical health, like in my mind, and I used to not believe this, I never, ever, ever believed this before, was log your freaking sleep. Schedule in your sleep time. I am such an old lady now. 8.30 is straight up my bedtime. I am out. I am done by 9 p.m. nights that i'm not working um if i have to be at work obviously the hotel probably won't appreciate if i just lay down at 8 30 behind the desk and go to bed so take that into account like if you work a later job you're gonna have to go to bed later but it does mean that you're probably gonna have to sleep later if you have kids i do not have that experience or a lifestyle in any way but you're probably going to have to make some adjustments and it's going to be really hard. It really is getting your sleep as a parent, I imagine, is probably awful. Like some of my friends have kids. I don't know that they sleep or you know, when they do sleep, it's not always great. So that's why like really knowing when like your sleep windows are going to be is going to help mentally prepare you to be able to go to bed on time. Hopefully, maximize your sleep. Like even if you have to wake up a couple times for your kids, or if you have pets, or you just wake up sometimes in the middle of the night, it's gonna be okay because you know you've got your sleep time. You know you're trying to go to bed at X time, and you're gonna get up at X time. Like have that in your calendar so you're seeing it. So you're like, okay, so maybe I only got seven hours here. How can the next day I work on getting my eight hours of sleep? I personally never ever used to sleep more than four or five hours. Wouldn't happen. Hated it. I thought sleeping eight hours was a complete waste of time and it was so dumb and I was just going to be able to do so much more stuff if I was just awake all the time and not sleeping. Y'all, my life was a freaking mess. It was a nightmare mess and I was miserable. I was miserable, but I was like, if I'm sleeping, I'm not being productive. Do you know what you can't be if you're sleep deprived? all of the time, productive. Big surprise. It was an eye-opening moment that I had in the last, like, probably, like, three months, to be honest. Like, three or four months. I have been, like, vicious and aggressive about getting my sleep. Going to bed on time, sleeping for seven to eight hours. I have to wake up and deal with my cats a lot, but I am getting that sleep. That is so important to me now. And it's on my calendar it's in my planner every day. I know when I'm going to bed, I know when I'm waking up. And having that book ended, it makes a world of difference. So you're looking at your calendar and you have these four things already kind of mapped out. Now, for the rest of the days, I want you to like look at what else is left that is kind of extra. Like everything else here, I truly believe is extra. The only thing that I would probably say that you must include, and this is if you are in a really committed relationship, um, like if you're married, if you're living together, if you're engaged, all that good stuff, like if you're in a really serious, committed relationship, I do believe that there should be time every day for your partner. And it's kind of up to you how much time it really is. My husband and I we do or we try to do an hour together every night like once I'm home from work or the gym and he's done like he in his schedule has an hour blocked out and once I'm home we have that time. so we know that we're gonna have like a couple time and that's usually like we'll have dinner together we'll talk about the day, we'll watch something but then, I'm getting ready to go to bed. So I'm finishing up some business stuff. I'm finishing up messages. And he's going back. He works from home as well. So he has sessions. He's consulting. He's doing what he's doing. And we both have almost totally different lives. But because we've scheduled and made it a priority to have that hour time, it's not as overwhelming when, say, I'm going to be working a whole bunch. He has a lot of extra work and we miss a day or two because it's going to happen. And it really is. But if you're on the same page and you know it, it's not going to be super overwhelming. Like there have been times before we started implementing things like this. We go four days without seeing each other. We live together. Like I would be at work and then he would be working, and then I would have to go to bed early to get my sleep because that's important to me. Like all these things, and we would never see each other. So really implementing like that time at least some point in your week is so incredibly important. So I do say to put that in there, but if you're single, don't even worry about it. Hang out with your pets if you have them. If you're dating, you know, pick one of those nights, like to see who you're seeing, maybe one or two and like include that in as an important thing. But that's kind of like the, you know, here's your core four and then there's this thing that needs to make it five once you're in that right place. So, you're trying to fight overwhelm. You're looking at your calendar. You've moved the things that are life or death. You've blocked out your money. You've blocked out your exercise. You've blocked out your sleep. You've blocked out your spousal partner time. All of the time that you have left is yours. That's yours. You are under no obligation to do anything more than that. You are in complete control if you decide on X day you are going to go out with your friends or not if you are going to commit to a new networking event or not, if you are going to volunteer or not, if you are going to speak on something or not, whatever you are going to do next is up to you. Once you have your core things that are ingrained that you need to do, everything after that is extra. If you take on, if you say yes to all of those things, And you have no time for yourself. You have no time for really, if you're trying to take into the time that you've already blocked off, you're not doing the right thing. You're just not. You're overwhelming yourself. It's unnecessary. You're stretching yourself too thin, and you're not gonna be able to show up in the main places you need to show up. I know when I stretch myself too thin and I'm trying to do 50 million things for 50 million people. I'm not doing right by any of them. I am half-assing it. I am showing up late. I am not showing up the way I need to. I am not giving them the support they need. I'm just not doing the right thing. And so I say no to a lot of things. I have been very antisocial since I've moved to Nashville. I have not gone to concerts. I have not done meetups. I have not gone and done a lot of things because my focus right now is on my fitness. It's on my hotel job. It is on building my new business. It is on creating this podcast. It is on creating a blog. It is on having the best freaking marriage ever. I honestly don't know if I said that at the beginning of that sentence, but best freaking marriage ever is my goal. I have a whole lot of other things that I'm saying yes to, and If I start saying yes to all these other people who aren't aligned with the goals that I'm doing right now, I'm not going to be able to show up for my goals. I'm just simply not. and That's not what I want right now. Maybe in a couple of months, hopefully, when it's the summertime and it's super nice, I'm going to be able to be out on the lake with new people doing barbecues. I'm going to be able to go on the cool tours in downtown Nashville. I'm going to be able to do so many more things because right now I'm so buckled down. I'm saying no to the social things that I would really like to do to work on the business building things, to work on my home life, to work on the experiences I'm having right now. So I'm refusing to let myself get overwhelmed. Like I can look at my schedule and be like, it's a lot, but every single thing that I have committed to sets my soul on freaking fire. I am so excited for this podcast. I am so excited for the Instagram post I have been writing. I am so excited for the videos that I've recorded. I am so excited for the course that I'm creating. I am so freaking excited about the people that my CBD company is touching. I am so excited about the events that I am promoting. I am so excited about these things. That it doesn't matter to me that I have to say no to getting coffee with people. It doesn't matter to me that I have to say no to getting dinner. It does not matter to me. Those things will still be there. Those people will probably not go away. And if they do, why would you want them anyway? The people who are leaving, when you are pushing for your dreams are not the people that you want to share the fruits of your dreams with. They're simply not. Like I cannot be any more clear of that. Another main way to overwhelm yourself is you surround yourself with people who don't get it. People who are telling you you're doing too much. People who are telling you to play small. You will feel more overwhelmed when other people are telling you that you are doing too much. Because you can think that you're doing all these things and you love them and you're excited and you're alive for it. And someone else will be like, you know, you're really doing too much. And it's because they're not doing anything. People who tell you that you're doing too much, most of the time, they are not doing anything. They are not chasing their dreams. They are not pushing for anything because they just don't get it. They do not understand what you're trying to do. And you do not want those people in your sphere long-term. So to fight overwhelm, you look at your calendar, you put your core things in, you surround yourself with the right people, and you decide what you say yes to and what you say no to based off of the things that are important to you. Because everything else will still be there. It really will. What's meant to be there will be there. Because this is your life to live. This is Your experience to have and to share and to change the world with. This is you. Like your worthiness is manifested as this. How amazing you are is manifested in all of the things that you do, no matter what they are. So have big freaking dreams, have small dreams, have cool dreams, have some kind of dream, and just start sharing it and do all the things. Just do all the things and see what you like. And don't overwhelm yourself by doing the things that you don't like. You can never overwhelm yourself with the things that you love. You can only overwhelm yourself with the things that you don't need. So that is all for this episode. And I love y'all just so much. I would love if you take a screenshot of this and post it on your Insta stories and tag me. Fit or you can find me on Facebook. Let's see. I have like a YouTube channel. It's not great, but whatever. Um, And I will link those all in the show notes. And I am so excited for the next one. Okay. Love y'all. Bye.